0: This was a triumph. I'm making a note here: huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction. Amateur science.
1: That's the sound. That's ice cubes. Yeah. I have a cold beverage <coughs> because I can hardly breathe. So just deal with it. Hey, you're, you're lucky. My my presence is a present. Kiss my ass. In the words of the immortal poet, Kanye West. Whoa. I'm surprised. But much like Jesus. Hey, uh, that's the thing I got in common with him. Oh, my God. Thinking I'm Jesus. <laughs> Three days later. <laughs> still alive. <laughs> you want to take it at all? While well, I go back <laughs> and ascend to heaven.
0: Oh, my. Stop. <laughs> Yeah, you are still alive, and I am very grateful for that. Um, I'm I'm hoping uh, you're able to pull through the show just fine.
1: Any requests? Um, Any water you need turned into wine?
0: <laughs> Any um, birthday parties I, I, I can think do? Maybe uh, maybe turn some not so great shows or some bad shows into some good shows. How about that? Could you do that? Could you make them make a crappy show better?
1: Sure, so you don't have any water. <laughs> well, let, me, let me see that map again. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I have that power. Uh, I know that um, s- b- b- filmmakers, yes, s- stick with me, yes, <laughs> s- stick with me. Myself uh, have the power to make films about Bob Dylan. Oh boy! Uh, even though normally you'd think, let's just let's just leave that one alone, and it has been left alone. Yeah. I feel like. A Dylan-esque character would not be seen, uh, or would be seen in a uh, '70s pastiche sure. of uh, folk music. Like, I—it's been a while since I've seen Nashville, and there's 89 characters in it. But if you told me there's a Bob, there is a Bob Dylan character, right? The guy that no, or is it anyway? The point is, having a character is like, eh, man, it's good. This music, man. <laughs> okay, sure, yeah, whatever, right. Mm-hmm that's a thing right yeah but i feel like is hollywood scared of bob dylan is the music world scared of bob dylan i know neil young ain't scared of bob dylan uh, but it, i don't, i feel like there isn't a a ton of that stuff yeah. and then maybe maybe um the animaniacs might feature a character who's sure. like Here's a friend folk singer friend flop flipper and everything. he's like I'm singing about the bomb or whatever. Like, right. Okay, whatever. Well, thank you. Nobody's really taken on Bob Dylan until, till now. In the past ten years, it's been game on. I feel like on yeah. Bob Dylan stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I think that it's because Bob said it, it was okay.
0: Oh, did he really? Well, I didn't Bob realize he did that.
1: Uh, you know, has begun writing his autobiography uh-huh. and released it. Bob appeared in Victoria's Secret commercial. Um, Weird. Maybe we have Soy Bomb to thank for like opening the, the soy gates, if you will. Uh, uh, but why is it okay? Now it's a-okay a- to do Bob Dylan. You know, we have that Todd Haynes movie uh, that it itself wasn't just, let's tell a story about a kid who, from Duluth, who lied to everybody and became a, a right. star. It's like, no, what if seven different actors yeah, of different sexes, ages, and, and uh, nationalities yeah, uh play characters inspired by the life of Bob Dylan? Right. Okay.
0: It, it was definitely out there. It was it just, a really out there film. It feels
1: like films and television, unless I'm wrong and I missed something, are allergic to our Bob Dylan, mm. whereas like... They did a ABC, you know, to t- mini series TV of the week thing about Elvis Presley's life. Sure, Black Velvet. Yeah, maybe. nobody had any problem ever saying anything about Elvis. Is if why is everybody scared about Dylan? Except for all the reasons that you should absolutely be scared about Dylan. Probably because he's
0: still alive. Like, why are we doing biopics of him if he's still alive? Because what
1: are you going to wait till he's he's dead? The guy does. He's not going to kick off anytime soon. Yeah, so. I know. Can't wait that long. Um,
0: yeah, I know, but it I mean, I think maybe there there is something to be afraid of in wanting to portray Well, if you're a master of war, you accurately. can watch out.
1: But what I'm assuming is that it's hard for us to know not having really grown up in the 60s the the pointedness of his uh his his protest songs mm-hmm. and the effectiveness of it and the acerbicness, sure, you know, and bitterness of something like uh, whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. like it's you wouldn't want to be on the wrong side of that no, of that pen, no, you wouldn't, or you know, in his path if he's on a motorcycle. And so, <laughs> I don't know, maybe that's what it is, but <laughs> whatever it is, the spell is broken and gone now because you know, James Mangle, the, the safest filmmaker uh, that we've ever seen. Outside of uh, Ron Howard, has now passed the the crown off, Mm -hmm. uh, wants to do a Bob Dylan biopic.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Starring uh, Timothy Chalamet. Right. uh, America's uh, wet nap.
0: Yeah. um, I mean, Timothy Chalamet has the hair, and that's really about (laughs) it. I think
1: this is hair casting.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I think that's really about it. Um, I would not be. Does he? Sing? He must sing, right? I would not be surprised if he does. I'm oh, trying God. to think if I've seen him in anything where he's he? sang. But is he singing
1: um, lady doesn't he like a banded ladybird or something?
0: Maybe. I, wow, it's been a
1: while remember. since I've he's seen just, it. He's so cool. He does everything. Yeah, right. Let's let's make these intros up, up, run twenty minutes all the time. They have to. <laughs> I just think it's it. It just I, the story is James Mangold wants to do a Bob Dylan film. Right. And I have t- Timmy the Chalamet star in it, and right. like you said, hair casting, no story. So, yeah. I, as a journalist and a broadcaster, I'm like, well, how do I make this a story? And the story that I began to realize was, well, we don't have enough Bob Dylan media. Uh, yeah, and if there is, it's just some, it's an SNL gag or something sure. like that, right? Yeah. And so it's like, why don't? And I think it's because we're afraid of that figure, and I think we don't understand him, and maybe there's. He's it's he's intentionally obtuse and in there isn't anything that what who, what is Quinn the Eskimo really? It, yeah, uh, it's you're on drugs is what it is, right? <laughs> yeah. But and he everybody must get stoned. He's can make it fun of himself. You know, only he sure. can talk about him because you know not keep his name out your mouth because I think he's scary, right? Right. Um. If in, in, if you dissed Eminem nowadays, Eminem's gonna he's gonna kinda clap at back at you. Oh yeah, for
0: but sure. But that
1: didn't exist back then, and so yeah. I mean, maybe Bob Dylan was. It's Scary. You wouldn't. You couldn't get in the ring with him because it's like <laughs> he's like drunken boxing. You know, you can't. I don't know where he's going. What's, I can't predict right. him.
0: Right. He's gonna write a song about you, and, and you're not gonna, not gonna understand like it. it,
1: but it'll be devastating.
0: Yeah. Right. Exactly.
1: That's all I can figure.
0: Yeah. Um. I think you're onto something. Could there. be the
1: cough syrup. <laughs> this is just enough pochot podcast. I'm your host Caliban. Joined as always by my co-host.
0: Hi, I'm Ikan Hanna. We're
1: here to do it one more time. Alive! Oh alive my gosh! To make it happen somehow. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to take the lead at yeah. all.
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah. Cal has been it's really sick this past week, really, but he's he's made it. It's he's hurt our it.
1: process too. I mean, there's some things that we do. Uh, this show is is um, fresh every week. Yes. Not that we deliver things that are not fresh, but I mean, it's just we produce it uh, with a very short lead time because we want all the news to be. Fresh. Uh, accurate and fresh, yeah. yeah. And so this is the way it is. But you know, many of the other uh, programs and and content streams that we have uh, in the Just Enough Trump Network are all d- developed, you know, weeks in advance. And so that way, they nothing is stacking up behind any one person or thing. Well, right. We hit a crux where a couple things were stacked up behind me, and then I ceased to exist for three days. Yeah, and I know. And so it's it's really pushed everything uh, back in a way that the system was designed to prevent, but we yeah. have unfortunately have uh, uh, up to our necks in it right now. So we're still ironing uh, that stuff out, um, even as the phlegm hopefully drains from uh, my, my body and yes. life. But yeah, I mean, you know, I'm making it. Yeah, making you are. Making it. It's like prison, right? Well, oh boy, get sick the first first week. Is that what they say? Uh, and then you won't be sick the rest of the year.
0: <laughs> well, at least you're you're kicking let someone the flu's kick your ass flu's ass uh, or The something. first yeah first yeah. first
1: month. Yeah, so right? that's what we're doing there. But yeah. speaking of that fresh news, uh, we will be, we'll be talking about a lot of news in the uh, world of nerdy entertainment today, and then. On our on, <coughs> excuse me, our ongoing trope series will continue in some form uh, this week, uh, in which I don't even know. I don't want to. I don't want to set it up too much.
0: Sure, you know what I mean. Yeah. This,
1: this is like a pop up. I've heard okay. about this. Okay, people who are uh, richer uh, and cooler than I uh, am uh, know about uh, pop-ups. Where uh, it turns out, uh, oh, did you hear that? So and so, he's uh, they're, they're they're doing a pop-up at the thing, you know. So you oh, go sure. in, and like a give somebody the anything. password, and well, I'm thinking about a restaurant in this case. And oh, it's like, okay, and He's sure. doing a he's doing a five course. You know, it's like an urban foraging uh, menu, and it's just going to give you some. Um, you know, use condoms and stuff like that. And it's going to be right. great. Um, that's, what, that's what we're doing today. Yes. Uh, the, the, the detritus and the um, brain-altering uh, drugs that I've been taking uh, this wow. week. And the detritus of pop culture that's swirling around has got me mad about a couple things. And you know what? Why ruin it? <laughs> uh, stick around to the end for that. We'll try to keep it short. Uh, how are you?
0: I'm doing okay. Um... Mm, healthy. Uh, for the most part, yeah. my my nose is starting to bother me a little mm, bit. Uh oh. So I uh-oh. hope that's not anything.
1: Yeah, that'd be terrible.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't want to catch what you got. Um, yeah. I did. I did have a flu shot earlier this year. So. Oh boy, you or know I guess last year.
1: I never. Yeah, I'm not a flu shot guy.
0: <laughs> Maybe you should be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's funny because I don't. You know, I'm not Jonas Salk or anything like that, but I understand how immunity works. Right. I I believe in vaccination, although that's not technically vaccination. Um, it's like immunization. Sure. Um, and I don't, and I believe in uh the power of science. Yes. And the reason I don't like flu shots is mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of money, and I know they're not expensive, but that's how much money I don't have, and. All the people that want me to get them are the same people that believe in crystals, are the same people who are like, well, vaccines, I don't know, they uh, got mercury in them. They're the same idiots who don't believe in anything rational want me to get a flu shot. Wow. Do you know what I mean? It comes down to people believing things that they're told by uh-huh. people. Uh-huh. And so I'm going to sound like really weird that I'm getting all sort of suddenly revolutionary and yet at the same time i'm like oh yes of course uh, that's how germ theory works uh i believe in rational things yeah but i also believe that rationally if i'm not exposed to a lot of people and i am a uh, relatively young and healthy person that takes care of himself then i don't why do i need a flu shot i don't contribute to herd immunity because i'm not I don't see a lot of people. I'm editing shows in this room oh, All right. for most of my life. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. It's I not know. like I have the chance to infect anybody. If I did spend a lot of time around other people, I would consider more getting a flu shot, mm-hmm. even though they're probably not getting one. But so I don't really think about that. But if being isolated from other people will then also lead to a you know a weakening of um, my uh, participation or my personal um, Benefit of herd immunity mm-hmm. because I don't spend a lot of time around people, and then I go to the gym one day. I know <laughs> cross paths with forty people, and one of them gave me something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then maybe I should uh, replicate the effect of spending time in human society by dropping thirty bucks on a flu shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what um, that's what sweated out of me <laughs> in three days rolling around on the floor. Yeah, uh, I that's agree, one yeah. of the uh, the something the coyote told me. But I don't know. We'll see. Glad you got yours. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. I hope so. Let's talk about the news. Oh, boy. There's just so much news coming out of the world of entertainment, uh, nerdy, and some not nerdy, too. Sure. And I think a lot of it is just that, uh, okay, everybody's sobered up, uh, you know, the, the year is in full. Swing now, and so let's make all the announcements. Let's talk about all the deals that are happening, all the deals that are off because somebody did something or other they shouldn't have. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean that is uh, that's kind of what we're staring at um, in our news hopper here. We talked before about the um, Bob Dylan thing, which actually been kind of uh, kicking around for a little while, but mm-hmm. is uh, fairly recent news. Um, I wanted to talk too about the fact that Christian Bale is apparently circling a role in Thor Love and Thunder.
0: Really? Yes. Mm, Interesting. Who do you think he'll play?
1: Well, that's a great question because Love and Thunder is, um, is going to be, I mean, all the Thor movies have in a way drawn on, uh, previous storylines in Thor established stuff, but not really Mm -hmm. kind of, but not really. Um, and Thor itself as a title has gone through a lot of changes in the last uh, you know, few years, last 10 years or so. Yeah. Uh, and then introducing, as we know, um, Jane Foster as uh, female Thor. Yes. Um, we know that that will be extremely recent then that they'll be drawing from. Right. So I don't know. I mean, it could be a character that I'm not familiar with in sort of the new, because I haven't really read Thor regularly, you know, in five or six years. Sure. Um could be something from that or, you know, it could be Jane Foster, Thor is the new stuff and this will be reaching back to somebody old. Huh. I don't know.
0: Do you think it'll be, he'll be a villain or something like that? Well, it's
1: weird because you'd think, okay, let's add a good looking, you know, uh, well put together uh, Hollywood star to our comic book movie. Yeah. And it immediately puts me in the thought of, you know, like a Pedro Pascal Uh, comb his hair and he'll be uh, Maxwell Lord or something like that like Mm -hmm. they're doing of Wonder Woman but Christian Bale you know for being a you know good looking clean cut guy is a chameleon of sorts himself you know he does all kinds of stuff so I I don't know he could be anything right I mean he could be maybe he'll gain weight again he could be the new Volstagg we don't know (laughs) what do you think
0: um I'm kind of at a loss. Um, I haven't really um, read a lot of Thor uh, comics in recent years, so I don't... um, I I guess I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he he played somebody else, maybe somebody from, like, Thor's past who comes back and, like, like maybe who's somebody who is, like, off-world when their world was destroyed and then, like, um, comes to... um, Ugh. New. I love um, your Matt what, Fraction storyline. Keep, yeah. Keep it well, coming. I don't know.
1: You see, just... there's a there's another Asgard called Blasgard right. that nobody knew about. Right. I hate those. That there's Thor has been lousy with stories like that in the last 10, 15 years. Yeah. So.
0: Well, I boo. I mean, he's gonna have to play an Asgardian, right? Or maybe. Oh,
1: he, what, Beta Ray Bill. How about he, he voices Beta Ray Bill? What do you think about that?
0: That would be interesting. Um, I would be kind of surprised that he would, like, go for that, but... Because he yeah, wouldn't see it's... his face, but... Right,
1: but he's done... I mean, he's Batman. I right? know, I, I know. Mean, he's done pretty well f- for himself at this he point. Has. Does he really uh, need to, you know, now horn into the Marvel Universe?
0: No, he doesn't need to, but... Um... I, I yeah I'm just and my my mind is like just I'm super curious like I really want to know who he's gonna be like right now i I don't you know um so it yeah it's interesting to like speculate I would like to see Beta Ray bill I think that that would be that's a character we haven't seen yet um so if he does play that character I mean I would be interested in that i um I mean like you said he's a chameleon so he could fit into that um. As long well. as he
1: has a vaguely American accent that's like slightly English for some reason,
0: <laughs> I think you could weird... pull that off. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Never really know exactly what's what's going on, but <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, have we seen uh, Enchantress yet with Thor? Has that been a thing?
1: She was in the TV show, right?
0: Oh, okay. The um. A uh, uh, shield TV show, yeah. Oh, okay, wouldn't she? Uh, probably, I don't remember. Yeah,
1: she was. Um, it was like the one where, um, what's her name? Who it's just gone now, Sif. Uh, Sif, uh, yeah, showed up. Yeah,
0: okay. I heard Sif was vying to be uh, Tessa Thompson's um, queen or whatever in New Asgard, but we'll see if that happens because, like you said, she's just disappeared. So,
1: I I don't I I like I, okay so like Valkyrie I don't know yeah. I, I read all the new defenders back in the old in the old days and you know Valkyrie never did anything for me like either way so I don't care that they sure. um, went a little weird with her and made her like you know I guess she's still an Asgardian but like an alien that works for Jeff Goldblum or whatever right but they did did something with that character uh that being said Oh, uh, we don't need to see any more of her, right?
0: She'll be in the next, uh, one next anyone, though. <laughs> I I know she will. They've, they've mentioned her. Yeah, but Tessa her.
1: Thompson's, like, going places. I don't want her to get stuck in these dumb movies.
0: Well, I know she's going to be in it, though, so um, hopefully they do something with her. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: Hopefully they do. <laughs> uh, but I wish they won't. Uh, let's talk about the uh, Golden Globes uh, winners this right, uh, last let's... week. All uh, yeah, I mean, Last you, Sunday. We don't have to. Do you want to? No,
0: I'll, we, we should breeze through it.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Any big surprises? Anything you um, uh, like,
0: Tated? I don't think there are any really big surprises. It's um, always
1: interesting to note what happened, because remember, the Golden Globes are like the foreign press, right? So mm-hmm. it's always interesting to see um, what they value. Um, there's a podcast I listen to where um, a guy's mom is um, a foreign critic or like a member oh, of really? the, the foreign press. Yeah. Huh. And so he keeps, he keeps these little insights and I shouldn't have brought it up because I don't remember what they are necessarily, oh. <laughs> but, but I think that he said that obviously it's not, you know, it's going to be less of a focus on like American stuff necessarily. Sure. So it's, sometimes it's a nice palate cleanser, I guess, before the Oscars. Sure. Um, but when you think about like the Oscars being like old white men, it's like older white men. Usually sure. are Sure. Yeah, on yeah, these. yeah. So whatever that will get you um because i think like for instance i think the joker is probably still headed for a huge uh payday at the oscars but 1917 brought it home yes uh, for the uh, drama at the golden globes
0: which i thought was i think i guess that was a surprise i didn't i was not expecting that um i haven't seen that film yet though so but i've heard heard good things
1: i've heard it's one long take oh wow And uh, once upon a time in Hollywood uh, was the yeah. best motion picture for musical comedy, um, musical and/or comedy. And yeah. I didn't feel like the competition was all that stiff.
0: No, um, and I gotta say, out of all Quentin Tarantino's films, that might be my least favorite.
1: Yeah, but I mean, those are earlier years. So yeah, <laughs> this I know. Is what's going on this year. Yeah, I know. Uh, it just seems like um, Rocket Man. It just seems like it's always been DOA. People are. Um, Saying really great things about uh, Dolomite, but it's as far as Eddie Murphy, just it seems too a little too late for him to just kind of come bursting back onto the scene. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Jojo Rabbit, I think, is a, is a complicated choice for a lot of people. Uh, yeah. And Knives Out is like a real, um, like a real dark horse, you know, like a lot of uh, groundswell and, and uh, public uh, word of mouth about it. Yes. But it doesn't look like it scored quite as strongly with the um, the actual voters. Uh, Renelle Zellweger, uh, or excuse, Rennell, excuse me, Renee Zellweger uh, yes. did pull it home for Judy, though. Yes, I heard about that as well. Uh, and something yeah. that I think people, I think she took the job thinking, well, I can't wait to take my Golden Glove home for this. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of good um, buzz about her performance and mm-hmm. we'll see um, how it Uh, delivers uh when the oscars come around yes um for a movie that i don't think a lot of people have actually seen yet
0: i don't i haven't heard a whole lot of buzz has it been even widely released
1: well i mean to be considered it 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 has to have yeah Yeah. but as far as um coming out everywhere i'm not sure about that
0: yeah i'm not either and Um, of course
1: um you know we talked before about joker who do you pull out of 1917 nobody i guess so joaquin phoenix did win the uh golden globe for for actor and drama
0: yes Yes, um, and uh, Fleabag won pretty big for a comedic television show.
1: Oh, uh, you're gonna take it because oh. I was reading a, a list of things. No, but no, go wanna, ahead, go
0: ahead.
1: Nothing to say about
0: Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, no, um, I haven't seen. What if seen they arrested don't him don't at it. a climate
1: change <laughs> thing, and they're like, oh, nah, they okay, did. "Okay, wait a minute," and they looked at his thing on the, in the on the car computer and was like, "Whoa, <laughs> that's a lot of." Bodies in your
0: yeah I don't know. we're at weird like like fiction turns like the that fact guy. or something you don't like him huh
1: no separate the art from the artist like for instance um we just said about a lot of glowing things about christian bale yeah and i'm looking at it, this beard and i just want to run him over with a car <laughs> with a ford or a ferrari wow. either one wow uh, <laughs> but i can divorce those two things but joaquin phoenix just seems to be uh, the worst person I can think of, you know, and his profanity-laced tirade, you know, spe- when he uh, his acceptance speech. He just seems like a real prick. Um, yeah. He has a lot of people that are his, like, best friends who are, like, literal criminals, like, sex criminals. And so, I, I don't know, man. Like, what what's it going to be? Not a real fan of his. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can say that you're making a documentary about a rapper that's an asshole but if you just get to act like an asshole for a year you know who's right who's the rapper R- right <laughs> so, I don't know
0: um I mean I like he, that
1: he, nice Jonathan Price when's he, he gonna win something yeah.
0: again yeah I mean walking Phoenix isn't exactly blow my hair rag either um I'm not I don't run out and see a movie just because he's in it, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, get excited talking about Aquafina though. She can finally oh quit that. Speaking of rapping, she can finally quit that rap career. Uh, <laughs> was that ever real?
0: Um, I think it was.
1: <laughs> I but don't know she's, anything about her rap career.
0: Um, but I but know she, that she
1: was like, rapper Aquafina is going to be in Ocean's 8. And you're like, okay, I guess they need 8. And now, nope, she's a Golden Globe winner.
0: I know she's she's been in quite a few stuff, few things this this past year. Yeah, I, I wish feel that, like she's everywhere. I wish I,
1: that I've seen any of those things. I'll have to see this farewell. Uh,
0: we've seen Crazy Rich Asians. I guess that was a little over a year ago.
1: That's I saw Crazy Rich Asians, and it's like we need somebody who is the Crazy Rich Asian. I know. And since you're doing it, I guess it's not a stereotype, and it's okay. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. I wish this character would leave the screen. I really hate her. Uh-
0: <laughs> I do kind of want to see The Farewell. I've heard good things about it. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I do kind of want to see it.
1: Um, yeah. I love movies that are described as like, yeah, it is what it is.
0: I know. I know. <laughs>
1: like, okay, well, I can't wait to uh, spend two hours watching that. Uh, you know, we talked about Rocketman before. Um, the movie itself did not win, but Taron Egerton was awarded the best actor in a musical yeah. for his work. So I think people have definitely singled out this guy. Yeah. The Kingsman guy.
0: Yes. He's another person who I feel like (laughs) is everywhere, you know? So,
1: Yeah. Um, Again, uh, (laughs) I just don't know anything about him because I'm not interested in Mark Miller movies. No. So I'm not familiar with this guy, but I'll have to check out his bad Robin Hood movie. (laughs) Once you win an Oscar, do you regret every dumb action movie you ever did? Probably. If you're Daniel Craig... And by the way, this uh, Daniel Craig is—he looks—he's your dad now.
0: (laughs) I know, right?
1: Right? Yeah. Like I'm looking at this picture of him, this uh, publicity picture for the Golden Globes, and it's just like, whoa,
0: he doesn't look good.
1: He just looks like he's your dad.
0: He, she just looks old now. Yeah, he just looks old
1: now. But that's fine. Um, But anyway, uh, when he's trying to get nominated for like this great character that he put together for the Knives Out, this Mm -hmm. movie full of all these you know well drawn characters. You just feel like every single martini, every t- time I adjusted my cufflinks, it just got me farther away. It was just another vote off, right. off of me for winning for this for this for movie that I was I in. I know.
0: I know. Um, I did hear, speaking of Knives Out, that there's going to be a sequel and Daniel Craig will be returning. Okay. so
1: I mean, if it works, it works. Yeah, And if you're Leo, do you care at all? You're like... Look, I've learned how tough it is to get one. I'm just, I'm, I'm good.
0: Yeah, I, happy
1: I, to be nominated.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Just happy. I, to, I, I think so. To get nominated for uh, pretending to burn some people to death. I know. Uh, Laura Dern won for *Marriage Story*, which is something yeah. that I didn't think a lot of people saw uh, coming. But was um, uh, Kathy Bates and at Benning, Jennifer Lopez, Margot Robbie. I mean, she had tough competition, and yeah. she pulled it out. And it's cool to see that she is. Not done, she's got plenty of awards, yeah. She's not done winning them just yet. And then, uh, Brad Pitt, I think, somewhat surprisingly, at least in my mind, uh, won a supporting actor for Once Upon a Time, yeah, up against Pacino, Pesci, Hopkins, and Hanks. That's crazy. So, yeah, yeah, I gotta listen to that podcast again and find out how they vote on these things. But I think it was definitely the groundswell of support around Tarantino's ninth film.
0: Yeah, I I think so too. Um, is
1: Hank's gonna win anything for this Mister Rogers thing?
0: I don't know if he will. Honestly, I think it's dead. Yeah. yeah, I
1: think it's dead in the water.
0: That's too bad. I heard that he is somehow related to Mister Rogers.
1: Yeah, yeah, they always do. I, yeah, I I'm related know. to Hitler. So what?
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Probably whoa. if don't I took one that. of those things,
1: and I'm not going to, because that's how they track you. I have very normal ideas about flu shots. Oh my goodness. Uh, we should say real quick that Sam Mendes uh, won Best Director for Motion Picture, which Phillips, Scorsese, Tarantino, and and Bong Joon-ho. So.
0: More stiff competition there.
1: Yeah. All people who I'm mad at right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm fine with that. Uh, Tarantino won for screenplay.
0: Okay. Sure
1: which must have broke Noah Baumbach's heart. It was my story. It was a real story. (laughs) But that's fine. And then, you know, on and on and on. I think it's interesting that Missing Link beat Frozen 2.
0: Uh, Yeah. I'm a little surprised at that, honestly. Um, But maybe people are just sick of Frozen. I don't know. I I mean, I've heard, oh, it's not as good as the first one, and it doesn't have any really breakout songs like Let It Go. But, (laughs) you know... I have heard zero about The Missing Link, so I'm really surprised by that one. Yeah,
1: uh, that was a surprise to me as well. But, uh, you know, that's what we got. Mm-hmm. Want to talk about TV real fast? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Chernobyl got a uh, limited series, which, boy, I came out so long ago, I but know. still won. And, of course, you mentioned Fleabag before yeah. a Succession uh, took it home this year for best uh, drama series. Uh, Michelle Williams, who, didn't she win previously? How long has this show been on? I feel like her, uh, name, her name's been kicked around for a while, but yeah. uh, she won for uh, Flossie Verdon. And Russell Crowe won for The Loudest Voice, which was, uh, I thought huh. that was interesting. Yeah, and Russell Crowe uh, took home a, a TV award. Yeah. But he's doing interesting. good. Yep. Uh, Olivia Coleman probably somewhat predictably, brought home the award for The Crown. Yep. And Brian Cox won for Succession. And this yep. is a year in which, um, I didn't feel like it was too steep uh, but Rami Malek former Oscar winner of course has been closing out you know the last year of Mr. Robot yep. a show that continues to impress critically and uh, got skunked on that award that,
0: that kind of sucks to,
1: talk to Brian Cox about that yeah one.
0: yeah and uh, Kate Harrington didn't win for Game of Thrones <laughs> yeah I don't
1: think anybody why do they even bother with the pity for, for the eight, pity nom?
0: season 8 I don't know <laughs> I honestly don't know
1: uh but that's okay though. Yeah. And yeah. uh yeah, that's that's pretty much it.
0: Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Um
1: <laughs> Tom I... Hanks did win the Cecil B. DeMille Award.
0: Right. Right. Um and I think there were like a slew of articles that came out after the awards that were just talking about like how everybody just likes Tom Hanks and how he's like just a super nice guy and like yeah. Uh, he's a nice guy yeah i I think he just is a really nice guy and he's also just happens to be very talented as well um
1: you got a guy who uh married the same woman for 40 plus years or whatever uh, which is impressive in hollywood uh lets his kid be a rapper (laughs) um i mean come on yeah i know yeah okay there could be just like a whole the his basement is just like a puppy graveyard. Whoa. He, I don't know how he gets out. Whoa. Gets out those frustrations, but wow. um, you never know. <laughs>
0: let's hope not.
1: He and uh Peter Scoleri meet up oh, uh, Friday nights oh, uh, for a single beer and just a quick <laughs> jaw session. A little gripe and that's it. And go there you
0: home. go. There you uh, go. Get it all out. What
1: else is happening in the world of nerdy entertainment? Let's uh let's step sideways. Okay. Into the trailer park. Whoa! And talk about a trio of trailers that came out uh, yes. fairly recently for upcoming uh, features, uh, two features and a show. Um, two of these are uh, actually one trailer is one that is sort of a um, second trailer here Mm-mm. for the upcoming Birds of Prey film.
0: Yes. What would you think about the Emancipation the, of Harley Quinn? Yes,
1: the Fantabulous Harley Quinn. Yes. What do you think about the uh, the, the new trailer?
0: Um, I thought it was all right. Um, we get to see a little bit more of Huntress, I think, in this trailer than we saw before. I don't think we saw that much of her before. Me um too. and I yeah, <laughs> anyways, um, there are
1: actresses who are defined by their their lack of emotion. I know <laughs> there are actors there are actors who are defined by their lack of acting mm-hmm. and uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is one of them. I'm sure, I'm positive that I could. There are many examples of men that are like this. Yes, but I'm, I'm, none of them are coming to me right now. Yeah. And I just love how instead of you think that they'd go, "Hey, uh, so I got this reputation where I <laughs> just kind of like am Ramona Flowers in every movie that I'm in." Right. Uh, let's change that. No, let's just steer into that. And so I, I know her huntress and is not going to be a fiery Italian woman whose family is killed by the mob. Instead, she's just like, yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> I know, and I'm a little disappointed by it, honestly. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, you got to have
1: one straight man in this bouquet true, of crazies.
0: True, that 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 is correct. Um, I am not. I, I, I've i said it before. I, I, I'll say it again. I'm not super excited about this movie. and maybe Get of excited. It, it
1: comes out February 7th.
0: I know. It's coming out soon. Um, I do not like Harley Quinn that much. So I think that's a big part of it. You know, when she's like your main character. And I think you mentioned this when we um were watching the new trailer. You don't have a Joker for this movie because she talks about right away how they broke up and you don't see him. You know, at least not in the face. And then she talks about that hunky Bruce Wayne. Well, you don't have a Batman for this either. And it's just like...
1: Who are they talking about?
0: Right. Why are they even bringing them up? And then... I don't know if
1: I'd call Arpad a hunk.
0: Yeah. mm, Yeah, I know. She's probably taller than he is. Probably.
1: I don't even know what this film is anymore. This trailer is even more of a mess. I I thought that we would get to... I thought, okay, it's early on. Yeah. This is clearly going to be a tough film because you've got five or six characters you've all got to make sense plus you've got a character who is a sidekick to another character which isn't part of the franchise anymore because Mm -hmm. we fired him Mm -hmm. so what is that even how do we take this actress that's just way better than this part and make something out of this yeah Uh, we don't have an answer to that no (laughs) the second trailer is just more garbage, and if you guess that it was set to that Bjork song about how it's so quiet or yeah, whatever, I know. it absolutely is. So I'm not seeing a lot of ideas. I'm not seeing a lot of originality. I I really hoped for something great from Kathy Yan, who has, like, one film other than this under her belt. So right. as a filmmaker, I don't even know if she knows what she is. This is just, I don't know. I mean, we were both sort of like, you know what, Suicide Squad wasn't? could have been a lot worse yeah yeah yeah. Uh, maybe it's like oh, it was the least pain i've ever had in a root canal but <laughs> this could still turn out to be that but yes nothing at this point nothing that i've seen tells me that this will not be a very painful root canal
0: i i agree with you and i and i don't mm, I, I i the I, most
1: I, painful of your canals. yeah i
0: don't i don't <laughs> want to think that but um like you know the trailer is not showing you anything different and um you know, I, I feel like other than, I mean, I know that Harley Quinn is the star of this, but I, I don't feel like they even really showed you what the other characters can do. I mean, they show like Black Canary singing and she breaks a glass, you know, because she's singing so so loud and powerful. But that's about all we see about her. And like.
1: Yeah, they don't seem to be. Yeah, it's interesting because it's uh, you, you want to. She's it's Birds of Prey. Yes. Which if you're going by the comic is a. Team of female heroes right. who do justice, you know, birds of prey style or whatever. Right, and so you've got that. You've got to balance that with Harley Quinn, who the character is not only a megalomaniac, and a right. but is being played by uh, nothing against her, but being played by one of the most like charismatic, sought after, biggest stars in Hollywood right, right. now, who is going to suck all the oxygen. And drugs that are inside of that oxygen yeah. out of the, the picture. Yeah. So how are we going to balance Birds of Prey and Harley Quinn? Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, February don't 7th. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to do it or not. So on February seventh. Yeah. We'll let you
1: know. Uh, another trailer that came out <laughs> amazingly is for a little movie called The New Mutants.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um,
1: A movie that would be released apparently without any of the reshoots that they ended up not ever really doing, I guess. They did some of them because remember, they shot out as far... Well, maybe not because this is why she was eliminated. But from what I understand, they shot a lot of Rosario Dawson. Right. (laughs) And then, oh, we can't do that. And then Alice Braga took over her role. And Alice Braga's in this trailer. So unless she shapeshifts or there's two doctors... Uh, They are using some recast or reshot stuff, but this is reportedly uh, going to air without any reshoots. This is literally the F it, get it out there uh, edition.
0: Yeah, I I know. And And I I guess Marvel, uh, Disney thought that it was fine without the reshoots or if they got Disney's blessing somehow or the director did. I don't know how it happened.
1: They have the blessing because the latest newsletter from the Disney fan club, D23, says that this movie does take place in the MCU.
0: Mm, I see. So, Do you see? Um, so there, this is going to be the first official X-Men movie that happens in the MCU, is what they're saying.
1: I I, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. I guess, congrats. To all these actors that are much taller than they appear in this movie now.
0: (laughs) I know. Like, this movie was supposed to come out so long ago. It just kept getting pushed back.
1: What'd you get from the new trailer that you didn't get from? Can you remember that far back? Um.
0: (laughs) I I think we see a little bit more of a glimpse of a narrative in this trailer, whereas I feel like the original trailer was spooky like images, mostly jump scares yeah. and stuff like that.
1: I think you definitely get the idea more because isn't there a line in, at one point that they're like, uh, "We're not here to to protect.
0: We're not here to like get better. Yeah, they're, they're here to keep us here, here, get here get or, us or something or like to, that. To keep us in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: There's that. Um, we see a little more." Um, They've completed the effects, obviously, at this point. Yeah. So a little more um, power showcase, you know, we see kind of a weird uh, transformation, you know, or a partial transformation of Rain into, you know, her wolf form, mm. uh, which I hope is weird. Like, if you want to do spooky, yeah. and this is supposed to be... Right. Josh Boone really wants to be scary, and I know that they've t- toned that down a lot. Uh Yeah, it should be body horror-ish, you know? This yeah. girl turns into, like, this wolf thing, and then we see... Um, uh, magic, uh, we yes. see her armor and her sword and everything. Right. Um, so, yeah, um, I, I don't know. It, it's I, For everything that you see, I feel like you don't actually see a whole lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still very... That's
0: true. It's still very vague. Yeah. Um, I did read an article recently, I guess with the new trailer coming out, this has brought a lot of feelings up again about how um, they thought that Sunspot was whitewashed because <sighs> in the comics he's a black Brazilian yes. teen and the actor who plays him is Brazilian, but he's white. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Well, uh, white. I mean. Well, I know. Yeah. It's relative, I suppose. Yeah,
1: there's but. a lot of, uh, I don't know. You know, I don't know how to feel about that. Um, I don't know who's supposed to get mad about that. I don't I feel like it's not me. but I support people who are mad about that but I'd say if you want to get mad get mad that his dad is like part of the Bolsonaro government and is like a high ranking official in the uh, right wing fascist government
0: oh the the actor's real dad
1: yeah get mad about that instead
0: wow (laughs) um
1: whoa are you are you falling uh, apart I
0: I hope not between Um, the two of us well and I heard that the doctor who Alex Brega is playing like in the comics she's supposed to be um, black and Latino so like Rosario Dawson seemed like a better casting choice oh she's Cecilia Reyes or something like that yeah
1: oh okay is she uh oh because they make her seem like a villain and Cecilia Reyes isn't a villain in yeah books, I
0: think but... that that's who she's supposed to because I
1: well part of the
0: same article but lesser disaster
1: coming yeah. out April 3rd can't wait for that and one more trailer that was uh, kind of dropped uh, dropped on us from a great height yes something of a surprise for a show that's also coming out in February, mm-hmm. it's a show called Lock and... I can't remember what the other <laughs> word is. I don't know. Maybe it'll com- come to us as we're exploring this trailer. Uh, <laughs> what would you think about the Lock and Key trailer?
0: Um, I thought it was fine. Uh, it's been a while since we read the comic. I think we read like the first comic and talked about it on the show like a couple years ago. A while ago. Um,
1: I think so it's the been first... a little while. I, yeah, I think... And that was like... After this has been in development for over 10 years,
0: oh, yeah, you can They've go been on trying. the internet
1: and find a trailer from a couple pilots ago from like yes. 2009 when like Miranda Otto and the chick from Lost Girl were, were in the show, yeah. So, the, yeah, we have gone a long, long ways on the road to yes. uh, Key House here, um, uh, Key house, key, 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 house, door, key, 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 there's keys. Do you hey, think, there's keys. It's Lock and Key. Do
0: you think that they had told them they had to say it at least 10 times? Say didn't...
1: key 40 times. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, what I think is, is that they Harry potter this. Mm. I think we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Um, lock and Key is a thing, is a show, show comic about yeah. a house in which there are some doors. Yes. And the keys are magical and they open doors and do things and have effects. Mm-hmm. And also, some of the protagonists are children. It yes. is not a kid's story.
0: No, it it's it's dark. It's very dark. So I, it's, I would it's not it's a not, kid's story it's not, at not all. for kids. And
1: I think in the effort to like, you know, forequarter this or just try to aim it at somebody, they have uh Harry Pottered it, they've spy kids did, they've, they've
0: Stranger Things did. Stranger
1: Things did. That's the Netflix way. Yes, yeah. they have made it. Something that it's like, ooh. No, don't get me wrong. They'll still be like, well, because I mean like Riverdale's for kids and like.
0: I know. Who knows
1: what's going on in Riverdale. I know. Uh, but yeah, but I think that they are will really defang this and emphasize the. Um, plotty aspects of getting the key to the key and the thing and the thing. That mm-hmm. it, it, it was never what it was about. No. It's about, yeah, there's a key, but it complicates the lives of the people and makes them completely different like characters well, and ruins their lives.
0: And I think it... And, and it's and not a
1: cool, fun thing.
0: <laughs> no. And I think a large part of the story, which I think will be a part of it, but I just, I hope it's more integral than we saw with the trailer, is that their father has passed away. And this is a house that he grew up in And yet didn't really talk about a lot, probably because he had some very traumatic things happen to him while he was there. Yes. So um, it's like them kind of getting reconnected with their father, who has passed on, and also experiencing some of the horrible things that he experienced. So, Um,
1: Basically unlocking, so to speak, literally, some of the things that he went to his grave trying to protect right like basically ruining like his legacy and right. endangering the world right do, 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 i know do, the, the harry potter music do, 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 do.
0: <laughs> he should have like made his wife like promise him on his deathbed that they would never ever ever she's a drunk. Key house.
1: she's a drunk so he can't trust her <laughs> Great. yeah it's not it's not a fun it's not a fun thing and i think that you know three pilots in they went it doesn't matter what it is. It's Stranger Things now. So. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's what we're going to get mm-hmm. for good or bad. What else is happening? Um, Did you I do know. Don't know. <laughs> you okay? <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm, I'm okay.
1: You mentioned uh, Tom Hanks before. Uh, he is so well-beloved yes. that his next move is going to be playing a bad guy.
0: What? Just to
1: prove that he can.
0: <laughs> okay, all right, not expecting that. Yes, um, yes. All right. So, what is he playing a bad guy in?
1: Well, he he did play a, a bad guy in The Circle, technically, didn't he?
0: Oh, I don't think I saw that.
1: That was the one with Emma Thompson, and she's speaking of Harry Potter, and she joins a Google-like company. But guess what? Google is evil. Did you know
0: that? What? And he's the
1: C, and I don't think he stabbed anybody, but he's you know the head of okay. this of this uh, company. But he's going to be in. Baz Luhrmann's, let me finish, Whoa. Uh, Elvis biopic, okay, what? Uh, I guess I'm finished, even though I want to say let me finish, <laughs> and he'll be playing, he'll be playing, <laughs> he be playing Colonel Tom Parker. What? That yeah, sounds so good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Tony, give him yeah. some of that sweet hand meat, you yeah. know, it's like, he'll be, uh, <laughs> it's so strange, you know, One of the one of the people who, and it, let's be fair, I mean, not a great guy, a lot of Band managers aren't great guys, but yeah. generally seen as one of the people who helped uh, helped Elvis, you know, become off the who wagon. he was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: So Um Alright. Interesting.
1: Charlie Wilson wasn't a good guy.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: What about Mr. Mr. Brian Saver. No, I guess he was the best guy there ever was, wasn't he? Uh, 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 He must have played a bad guy before. Probably. Splash guy wasn't a good guy, was he? Whoa, I don't know. He's trying to kidnap a mermaid. (laughs) What about bosom buddy guy? I think bosom buddy guy was fine. He's defrauding a a women's uh, boarding house. All right. (laughs) So
0: there's some questionable stuff going on there. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I challenge that he's never played a bad guy, but... But there you go. We'll we'll see. Yes. I like that he's taking the role like self-consciously too. He's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I tried out for that uh, Jojo Rabbit thing, but it didn't work out. Oh So my I'll goodness. take uh, Tom, Colonel Tom <laughs> instead. Weird.
0: Yeah. What else? Um, uh,
1: looks like um, many sub-celebrities are contributing to Australian wildfire relief. That's great. Uh, which is great to hear. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Chris Hemsworth has donated a million dollars. Now, nice. look, anybody giving a million dollars to anybody is, um, that's news, you know? That's not a small yes. amount of money. No. But if you're Chris, Chris Hem, I always want to say Crips Hemsworth. <laughs> <but that's, laughs> Just shorten his name. That's a his name. thing, though. Yeah. Um, if you're Chris Hemsworth and you clearly got a lot of money from those Marvel movies, yes. why want not like, make it two? Yeah. Why don't make it five? Whoa. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Why don't go to your guy and go, how much can I give uh you know, and be okay and it not seem like uh like I'm doing a bit or something. <laughs> because he's just so naturally funny. It's just we just put a camera I on know. and it's everybody's just dying laughing.
0: I know. I know. I
1: guess if maybe if men in black had done okay, then it would have been too. <laughs> there
0: you go. He had an okay year.
1: <laughs> he's like, I got a lot of black suits and sunglasses I could donate. <laughs> no? Well, money then I guess. <laughs> is it going to be a million australian because oh do a million uh, Americans instead
0: oh there you go um i see what you're saying
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh what else did you hear about the parasite limited series that will be uh worked on we don't know about if it's going to go to air uh at hbo
0: i did based
1: on the film from uh bong jun ho and produced by adam mckay yeah
0: not excited about this. If, if
1: I don't say I'm right when I'm right, then somebody else has to.
0: Uh, you were right. I was right. Um, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Adam um, McKay
1: went, hey, I'm the only one that can do sloppy social commentary in this Hollywood. Yeah. Get out of here. You got to right. go through me.
0: Right. So now we're working together. Hope you like it. Yeah. Um,
1: Hope that uh, Snowpiercer show does okay.
0: Yeah. I know, right? That took a long
1: time. It, it just came out. This year. I think it's airing now, right?
0: I think so. I think you just Uh, found out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And um, I I haven't heard any good things, but then I haven't heard bad things. So I don't (laughs) think anybody knows it's on.
0: I I don't think so either. uh,
1: Everybody's real hot for Snowpiercer seven years ago. Right. And then nobody talks about Snowpiercer now. No. So if this takes seven years to make it to screen, I think that we're going to forget all about this. Uh, And we'll all be living in basements anyway.
0: Oh, boy. Great. (laughs) Mikan Hana and
1: I'm Caliban and
0: we're the hosts of the Sailor Noob podcast I'm the expert and I'm the noob you're talking into the wrong end of the microphone
1: aye aye
0: okay every week we watch a new episode of Sailor Moon and learn about monsters fashion food culture and of course the sailor warrior of love and justice Sailor Moon all
1: right now what is her rank is she an admiral or a rear admiral okay the ad's almost over
0: we're a couple of magical people, and every week we moon, prism, power, make up a new episode. What
1: are study where she goes. Please
0: stop that. Sailor Noob is available every Friday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Shiver me timbers. Yeah. A lot of people exiting Hollywood properties right now uh, in strange ways, uh, okay. literally. Uh, Dr. Strange's director, Scott Derrickson, oh, yeah, will be exiting the directing job of the sequel, The Multiverse of Madness, but he has maintained that he uh, it's amicable and he will be remaining on as an executive producer. Yes. That's called, uh, you can send the check here.
0: Yeah. Right? Um, Nobody
1: quits over creative differences or is let go over creative differences. And then goes, and you can take my executive producer's cut too. No, nobody no. does that.
0: No, 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 no. Um, I I was a little surprised by this. Um, just because, um, y- you know, uh, he he had signed on to do the sequel so long ago, and um, I think that they're set to start production on that the the sequel uh, this May, and it's supposed to come out in a year after that. So they're going to have to work pretty quickly to find a replacement to keep on that uh that trajectory.
1: Yeah, but one division is done and will come out this year early and yeah, so you that's know true. whatever was going to happen there we'll have to leave her in a position where she'll be open as a character available to be in 2 unless they yes. cut her from it, but they have said that she's going to be in it. Yes. So we've already got a vertical marketing situation going on. That's true. I Here's what happened. He just wanted to make it scarier or whatever, because what mm-hmm. he does, right. and the heads at Disney went, "No, this is a mar- ver- ver- uh, vertical marketing thing right. that connects with a show that people will be coming into. We don't want to see people's faces getting ripped off, right? And we just got done seeing a robot, you know, serve cookies or whatever. Right. So <laughs> it's like this leveling of creativity that happens because we've got this monolith." of the MCU, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That
1: being said, he's a, he's a nice, he's a great guy. I've never cared about any of his films. I've never (laughs) been impressed by him really as a director, uh, but, but a really great guy. (laughs)
0: Well, so hopefully... I don't think that
1: I don't think there's anything that really made Doctor Strange like his movie. Like, ooh, that's the Derrickson touch there.
0: Right. I understand what you're saying. Um, I I hope they find somebody else who's who's a good god fit. knows who they'll get. I I don't know. What's Ron I Howard doing? Oh boy. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Who do you think they'll get? I, James Wan. <laughs> James Wan's <laughs> like, well, I've done this before. Let's go. <laughs> no, no, no. Um. Anyway, I don't know. It just. This happens all the time, right? This is There's nothing weird about this happening. No. But yeah, just everybody's doing great. Uh, check all the tweets. All the tweets look good. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but yet this still happens. It's I, it's
0: I You know that you mentioned it, I wouldn't be surprised if Ron Howard did <laughs> take over. I, I hope it's not that. But... He, I don't
1: want to talk about him. <laughs> okay. Here's something that is weird. Uh, the Lizzie McGuire uh, show creator was involved with the Disney Plus revival as Mm. the uh, showrunner. Yes. And she has left.
0: Yes. Um, I read an article about this. They had two episodes in the can and then they left. And I guess Disney had said that after they'd taped like the two episodes, that it was clear that it needed to go into a different direction and from them saying that, I'm not 100% sh- clear if they're going to scrap the two episodes that they had and, like, just get somebody else to come in and, like, just we're, we're starting over, square one. Um, This is how we're going to do Lizzie McGuire, like, running forward. Or if they're going to air those two episodes and then, like like, have it go into a different direction. Who knows? Yeah.
1: Who wants this?
0: Um, there are actually a lot of Lizzie McGuire.
1: I know Hillary Duff wants fans. This. fans. Yes, who else wants this?
0: <laughs> um, there, there, are Lizzie McGuire fans. I, I where's
1: there to go with the character?
0: I I don't know where there is to go. Okay. Um, she she said that she thinks it would be interesting to come revisit the character in her 30s now, and like she's married and has kids, so she's like, you know, I think it would be interesting to. revisit Lizzie and she doesn't have those things and she's in her 30s and
1: And the showrunner didn't want that
0: um (laughs) is this a a
1: star showrunner clash
0: I don't think so um I don't know what it is
1: you're gonna have to play nice with some people do you know what I mean like you can't you can't well maybe not I mean everybody wants to work with you so
0: yeah I mean do you think that Disney's a bully (laughs) (laughs) Um, She's kidding, everybody. Okay. She's All
1: kidding. Right. All right. Send the check to the usual place. <laughs> and uh, Oprah actually yanked her Me Too documentary from Apple TV Plus. Oh, really? Over creative differences. Yes.
0: Huh. Interesting. I didn't know she was doing a documentary on uh, that. Yes,
1: she was. Uh, she was developing it uh, with uh, Kirby Dick and Amy Ziering and it this is uh, af- this is in the wake of um that movie that got canceled the Samuel L Jackson movie remember that
0: oh yeah wasn't that like based on a true story or something yes. like that yes yeah uh-huh
1: um, that also um got the pu- plug pulled on it at at, uh, at Apple TV yeah yeah huh
0: that's weird. Uh, do you? I mean, do you think Oprah is going to go somewhere else with us? Can she go somewhere else with us? That I mean,
1: is a good question. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, if you you signed a contract and everything, even if you decide not to go through with it, like
1: <clears throat> it, it's possible. It was, she is. She's got a multi-year deal with them. Like she was a big oh, get for them. Wow. Okay. And they were going to do a couple things. Uh, she actually had a statement that she released and she said that she's not going to executive produce it and it's not going to air on Apple TV. Um, okay. She she said that there's more work to be done on the film to eliminate the full scope of what the victims uh, endured. And she said that the, the filmmakers and uh, her were not, they didn't have the same creative vision.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So she's not, she's saying, you know, it's the whole thing of like, Oh, they're great filmmakers. I respect them.
0: Right, right, right. But I'm not gonna
1: go forward with this documentary. So clearly, there is some detachment there. And uh-huh. as filmmakers, you know, they've made a lot of documentaries. Like they are documentarians. I can't. I well, know they that's made weird. The only one that thing that they would made that I know know is um, this film is not yet rated, which I think is a pretty good documentary. So, but for but some it's talking reason about the the rating system. Yeah. yeah. But for some reason, she feels like maybe it wasn't where she wanted it to be. Maybe there were. I don't know, maybe there were some stories that, like, didn't check out or, I don't know. You, you, you talk to people and you want to direct your documentary one way or the other. You have right. to kind of take a side. Yeah. Maybe she didn't like how they were doing it. We don't know.
0: Oh, weird. Um, I think that's really weird, especially if, you know, they have kind of this reputation of being good documentarians, trying to, you know. I mean, I think the root of being a good documentarian is trying to find the truth or at least some version of that truth that, that, you know, rings true. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's, I do think that Oprah after the whole debacle with, uh, James Fry is probably extra Um, cautious.
1: She's 20 years gun shy still about that.
0: I don't know. I think she's probably extra cautious about things that she She was, the movie movie
1: bombed. yeah, I know. Right. (laughs) As as a fiction. Yeah. Uh, suppose as far as we know, the movie will still come out on the, the festival circuit, like at Sundance and stuff like that. Oh, okay. And looking at the solicitations for that, um, it seems like, because we don't even really know really what the movie's about. Hmm. It seems like it, it's about Drew Dixon, who's a movie, uh, excuse me, music producer who accused uh, Russell Simmons of um, of rape and shenanigans. Okay. And so, I mean, I don't know. I assume that Russell Simmons and Oprah Winfrey know each other. But... I, yeah. So I, I don't know, man. I don't know.
0: You, right. I'm
1: surprised that this hasn't been a bigger story.
0: Yeah, I I am too. Because. But then
1: again, Apple's just. How can you keep track?
0: Of, right. <laughs> of all the well, the disaster stories <laughs> yeah. that are going on with them, like as far as the network goes, they're not being very successful with a lot of things. Um, well, they
1: got. Um, did they get some nominations? I guess.
0: Maybe not. Well, maybe they did. I don't think they but um But I, I just feel like we've just been it's, hearing disaster, disaster. It's still early. You know? I, yeah. I know.
1: And they're not just nailing it like CBS All Access. <laughs> whoa. Well, <laughs> whoa. Oh, really?
0: Well, well what about this?
1: Hmm. Alex Kurtzman and Jenny Lumet announced that they will be executive producing and writing a Silence of the Lambs sequel series called Clarice at CBS All Access. What? Why do we need this? Because <laughs> Hannibal was so good, we need a second helping. Um, yum, yum. Oh my
0: God, stop it.
1: Organically fit.
0: Um, I, I mean, overall, I liked the Hannibal TV series, but it did kind of derail at some point. And, oh, and, and like,
1: derail, <laughs> it was off-roading.
0: Yeah. Um, and then what, if it's just about Carice, what are we going to do? Like, is she going to have more horrible experiences with like serial killers? Like, is it going to be a different serial killer each week?
1: It'll be, it'll be post Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Pre anything else. Yeah. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. Hannibal, fine. Fine. S- uh, the, the show. Yeah. Uh, Hannibal the movie, not great. Yeah. And it basically takes like one of the most powerful, interesting, inspiring young female characters in a Oscar winning film performance. And uh, I think he got director too. So mm-hmm. it won everything that year. Yeah. Uh, and then like the next time you see her, uh, she's a joke and she's eating brains by the end of the, <laughs> end of the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like... Maybe this is a chance to uh, show us all the cool Scully adventures that she sure. presumably would have had, even if she's going to end up in, in Hannibal. You know, eating some uh, brains. Uh, some brains. Am I a clown to you? Yeah. Am I chef to you? Um, unfortunately, they'll be really badly written <laughs> because it's Alex Curly. I tried as long as I could I know. to keep a straight face. I
0: know. Wow. Uh, I'm not excited about this.
1: (laughs) But how did they miss Young Rock? What? An 11-episode straight-to-series order on NBC for a single-camera comedy inspired by the life of Dwayne Johnson. Young Rock.
0: Who's going to play Young Rock? Uh, It's obviously not going to be him, right? Take your bets
1: now. Oh, Uh, my gosh. A big Samoan kid, I'm guessing. I
0: I guess. Whoa. (laughs) Uh, it's like, okay.
1: They had young young Sheldon. He almost had young Rock. She wow. Let it go.
0: Wow. That's so. It's so weird. How young is young Rock gonna be? Is he gonna be a teen?
1: He, he has to be in twenties. He's got to be young. I'll tell you that. Uh,
0: yeah. How old is the Rock? He can't be that old. He's like fifty, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. So he's not gonna be that young. No. Fanny pack age, right? <laughs> yeah. He's not gonna be small. No. Well, they have an episode where he's small. Like one. No, well, the Everybody Hates Chris, like, episode or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he becomes Terry Crews. Sure. And we just go on from there. There you go. I'm not saying guy doesn't have an interesting life, but this just seems like, well, what else you got?
0: Yeah, I know. I got me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want the Tooth Fairy sequel. <laughs> you didn't want me to, you know, do Central Intelligence 2. No. So what about a, a story about my life? Right. Is your life Interesting. Yes, Uh, my grandpa was a wrestler.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) I didn't know that. Wow. Well, then
1: you should tune into Young Rock.
0: I guess I should. NBC. (laughs)
1: Little bow tie. I don't know.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: And if you're really sure about this, why (laughs) eleven episodes? Wow, thanks.
0: It seems like a weird number, doesn't it? Yeah, just
1: the way it is. Okay, and it'll probably air on Peacock or whatever.
0: Sure young
1: rock yeah or peacock <laughs> you can't see you can't hear me doing the
0: the eyebrow the, the eyebrow raise right yeah
1: yeah. check it out see the only thing you need to do right here is snod your fucking head We talk a lot about tropes on this show, and I don't make a habit of going to TVTropes.org. Sure. I didn't get the idea from TVTropes.org. Right. Although, when I discovered TVTropes.org, I was glad I did, because if nobody else had done it, I would have had to. But it's a great website that I do now frequently uh, go to sometimes, just to see where we're at in mm-hmm. the Trope neighborhood, and I went there the other day. To look up the source of what we I wanted to talk about in the show today. Yes, and I found a page for it. Sure. It didn't even have a clever name. It was so basic of a trope because sometimes they're, they're tropes, all the tropes have clever names. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I hear you know, what you're like
1: saying. we know what a lampshade is. Yes, because it's used so much now that we know that it means putting you know commenting meta commentary on what you're the thing that you're doing right to let the audience know that you know you're doing a thing and that makes it okay even though it's like they're doing a thing yeah and Um, i don't remember there's some original thing that the lampshade was the first thing they could think of that was the trope namer and so now it's like a metonymy we call it the lampshade instead of calling it doing a thing or whatever (laughs) right this thing doesn't even have a name because it's just such a basic thing
0: Uh, uh uh-huh yeah i can believe that
1: and the thing i'm talking about Mm -hmm. and hopefully we won't talk too long about it is the thing where one character grabs another character's chin turns their head to the side yes. and their neck is broken and they're dead. Yes, <laughs> That's what we're talking about on the show today. You hear their
0: neck pop and then they go limp like a noodle. And that
1: character's gone. Yeah, they're, Snuffed they're, out, they're dead. They're out of the show. Yeah. Or film or whatever. Yes. And it's, I'm, this is everywhere. It's become a cliche, but not even a cliche like it's uh, a Lonely Island sketch. Like it takes place <laughs> right. in ser- serious as a heart attack dramas Yes. And I'm supposed to feel something and care. And this isn't something where Arnold Schwarzenegger, who has like 25 inch biceps, uh, grabs you by the head and wrenches your head almost off your shoulders mm-hmm. and then says he's dead tired or whatever. Like, right, right, right. It's, that's not even – I'm talking about like real life dramas. Could be Riverdale. Right. <laughs> aren't Archie ever snap somebody's neck? I guess. I guess I'd be surprised. Uh,
0: I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. Do you
1: see this shit all the time now, and something that just really got me the other day was I was watching uh, the new the new season of Golden Globe winning series Fleabag, mm. a drama slash comedy mm-hmm. from the BBC mm-hmm. that airs on. AMC or something? I'm not sure what it airs in. in um, America, it's on whatever. Prime.
0: It's on Amazon Prime.
1: Yeah, that's not a network though. Yeah, okay. Uh, and like, it's all about like this assassin who's who's tortured by her life. Now, she doesn't know that she's tortured because she's a sociopath. You and mean so, Killing Eve? What did I say before? Fleabag. <laughs> killing Eve's one, too. Yeah, uh, okay. I'm not re-recording any of this. Okay, fine. And this, this bitch is just... Killing people left and right. I know. And it's not even interesting. Mm-hmm. And I, I I, questioned why I was even finishing the show, because the show is so f- effing tedious. By the time it reaches the last episode of the first season, I literally don't care. She's literally snapped the neck of anybody who's a side character in the entire goddamn show. Mm-hmm. And the second season starts, and I think, new slate. And they introduce a pitiful character, a French child whose parents have been killed in an auto accident. And he's been horribly disfigured. And you think, like, what a sad sack. It seems like this character is literally here to be brutalized by this character to prove that she's still got it. Yeah. And she does because in the middle of a conversation, she just snaps his neck and he's dead. Yep. And it isn't that she makes an agreement with him. That he... She has basically been like – because she's a an sociopath and also a sadist. And so she's been like uh, basically um, uh, antagonizing him with the death of his parents. Yeah. And, that's true. And his disfigurement and making him feel awful. And it isn't like they come to some agreement where – because we know that she thinks that this is what's best for him. His she life She thinks is she's over. helping. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but it's not like they make some kind of agreement or he asks her to do it or something. No. Or even he, he says, but ultimately, even though my face is blown off, I think I have a better day. What What are you doing? You know, and she puts a pillow over his face and it's like, trust me, this is better. And he has to struggle. And there's some sort of cost for anything that happens in this show, any act of violence or whatever. Right. No, that character's just gone. I know. They just job him to her, as they'd say in wrestling, in order for us to go, oh my God, what? Boy, she's a badass. Oh, she's so bad. And it just, it's completely ineffective. You're about to open your mouth as soon as I close mine to say that you were really shocked. But the point is, it's not shocking. And it doesn't matter. And it has no effect. And this is a... Award-winning series that mm-hmm. nobody can shut the f up about.
0: I know. I was really upset about it. There though. we go. Um, I, I I was really mad at her for doing that. And and like like you said, they hadn't come to an agreement. Like if he had said it would be better if you just killed me, you know, and they had talked about it at length, then maybe that would be one I'm not thing. Asking, I'm not
1: saying that she has to get his consent. I'm just saying that like taking somebody's life should. Have weight. It should have consequences. Not even consequences, because clearly she does have no consequences. She can just run around and do whatever she wants in this world, and it's inconvenient to her as long as it's entertaining to us, you know? She steals a car, but she can't drive a stick or whatever, or she breaks the window to get into the car and she cuts her arm or something like that. Like, I there are things like this, but none of them are actually going to stop her. They're just going to slow her down for the end of season two finale conclusion. Yeah. She, they eventually run into each other again. very right, like, right, right. I get how poorly and simply the the show is plotted and I and I don't like it, you know? And if it's it's, first of all, it is tough to kill somebody in real life. Right. Unless you're in a thriller where two people are arguing and one person shoves somebody or even just pulls away from them too hard and they slip and hit their head on the coffee table and they're instantly dead.
0: I know. I hate that too. That's another dumb way for people to die and that happens a lot.
1: Yeah, it does. Because that's just a cheap acceleration of the yes. drama. And I am... Sick of this now. Just to be fair, I know people hit their head and die. I went to college, and these two guys got in a fight, and one guy hit the other guy—not even hard. The guy fell, hit his head in the concrete, and died.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah,
1: and the other guy barely got out a manslaughter charge for it. Wow. Uh, which I mean, they shouldn't have fought, but he did not deserve. He did not kill that guy. But anyway, it's just—it's cheap, and I'm sick of it. And as soon as you, as soon as you say, "I'm not going to take anymore," you notice it's everywhere. Yes. We watched. Uh, we were watching uh, His Dark Materials the other day. Yes. And there's a scene where there's a character who has. She's been frustrated the entire show because her, her, her son has been kidnapped, and they finally find her son, and he dies of his wounds, Yeah. so she's frustrated. We understand they finally get to the enemy base who have been kidnapping on the people. They have the chance to take revenge, even though should our heroes be taking revenge? I guess it doesn't matter when you're an upset mother, but an upset mother has the strength of 10 men because she just snaps a guy's neck. I know. And it's like, no, she doesn't. That's so... That's so dumb. It
0: is dumb. It's, it's very like, dumb. And for
1: somebody who loves movies where Keanu Reeves is like doing cartwheels and just murdering hundreds of people, and it's I love that. That's fine. It doesn't. The realer you want your characters to be, the realer the consequences of violence are, yes. both emotionally and also physically. Yes. A big guy in a fur hat with a mustache. It's not gonna go down like a bitch like that. No, <laughs> it's, it doesn't. Just it doesn't matter how much mom strength you have. You can't just tug on his mustache and he's, he's, his head comes off.
0: I know, I know. It, it's it's
1: like it's cutting the legs out of your own drama.
0: It is. It, it it when you see it, it it draws you out of what's going on in the show because you're like, that's not realistic. That wouldn't happen. Why is this happening? You know,
1: in a thing where people have bears. As, as spirits that follow them around and well, there's flying witches.
0: Yeah, I, I know there's a lot of fantastical and, things and Hamilton happening. Is a,
1: is a balloon gun guy.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> realism is important.
0: <laughs> I want realism in my fantasy. <laughs> yeah,
1: where's the, where's the reality in my fantasy, man? <laughs> you know how big dragon poops would be? Where does he put those? Oh, my god. I, I just, it, it happens... Way more than you admit and, and than you'd know. And then now that I've mentioned it, I hope you see it everywhere. But I'm trying to think of, like the times that I, like there's one time in th- that I can think of that I accepted it, even though I thought it was kind of dumb. There's an episode of Farscape where, yeah, I know I'm bringing up Farscape. That's right. Uh, where um, Bracca, the uh, second in command of Scorpius, he's mm-hmm. like this Weasley guy. He's the Hux basically, only way better than Hux. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the whole time – there's a thing about how like Scorpius is – remember, Scorpius is a lot like Darth Vader. And when I say he's like Darth Vader, I mean that Darth Vader was like – he was – remember, the Empire, the whole point of the Empire before they had like Palpatine, uh, absolute power, right. was that like they were getting rid of all the the fantasy in the, in the universe. They were getting rid of the Jedi. They were right. getting rid of magic, getting rid of all that. We're going to industrialize everything. We're going to build it all up technological terrors and stuff like that. But they kept Darth Vader on, because are you going to tell the guy that can choke you that he's not welcome anymore? Heck no. So he kind of worked for, like, for um, uh, uh, Tarkin, uh, right? Yeah, sure. And he was kind of like his his uh, attack dog. But that was pretty much it. And so um, so you had, uh, <laughs> now I'm doing Star Wars, out of Farscape, from Dragon Poops. Yeah. The, so I got to win my way back here. <laughs> Scorpius is the same in Farscape in that, like, he works for the Scarens, who, even though they can shoot heat rays, like, they don't... He's kind of a, a X-Factor 2. Sure. They don't like him, but he gets stuff done. So they give him his own fleet, and then Bracca has is his second command. But Scorpius is like, he's got his own agenda. If you know, Vader had his own agenda because mm. the Emperor wanted him to kill Skywalker or whatever. Right. But he's like, what if we kill the Emperor? And Scorpius had his own thing going on. So this whole episode, we're finding out that there's this third-in-command chick who has been gathering all this information on Scorpius. And we know that Braga is like, he's a weasel. Like, we think that, oh, uh, he, he could betray Scorpius. Mm-hmm. So he's she's finally, at the end of this episode, like, he's got all this information, he goes to Braga, and he's like... Phew thanks for bringing this to me. This is this is important information. Yeah, we could probably take him out. Maybe we should do that. This is pretty good. Oh, d- does anybody else know about this? Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, no, no, but not a soul. He's like, okay, okay, good. <clears throat> Breaks her neck.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: So it's like right away we know like, okay, bye-bye character. We're never, you're never, your plan is dead. Yeah. We also know that Bracca either is absolutely 100 percent committed to scorpius even though it seemed like he wasn't before right or we know that for what his own personal reasons only he wants to have this information so he goes from this weasley second in command to scorpius to guy who's like this guy's willing to make moves and like yeah right make unilateral decisions and it all had to be done with a dumb
0: neck snap thing now
1: they're aliens who maybe have more strength than humans we don't know (laughs) If maybe Sp- their
0: necks are weaker, too. Right.
1: If Spock <laughs> breaks somebody's neck, <laughs> that's a human, maybe he can do that. Yeah. If da- Data. Data sna- has snapped a couple necks, and that's fine, because he's Data. <laughs> right. When Superman's like, because he breaks somebody's neck. That's like, that's that's the lazy thing. There's so many ways. These two guys, these two guys movie. just queesing out an entire movie, and the only way you can think of to have Superman decide to take a guy's life is, is to he's got to do a dumb neck. neck snap. Yeah, yeah. That's... It's Zack Snyder. We're going to take the blame off of Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She's a perfect little c- c- cinnamon bun. Uh, and we'll put it on. It's Zack Snyder's fault, let's say.
0: Well, that whole scene is like really terrible, right? Because he's like got, got like, I know, but he's got like the x-ray eyes and he's like getting really close to these innocents and like. And an innocent of, like, family. Right. And, and instead of like throwing him or doing Flying anything. Space,
1: put your hand over his eyes.
0: <laughs> You're freaking Superman. Yeah. All he thinks of is like, I'm going to crack your neck and I'm going to cry while I'm doing it because I'm Superman and I feel bad about it. I don't like that version of Superman. No. I don't want my Superman cracking guys' necks. Now you
1: could not like that version of The Witcher, I guess,
0: yeah. too. <laughs> when is that
1: guy going to quit and start his his, his cult? Massage
0: oh boy, uh, I I don't know. Sooner, I don't want to be around to see it than though. Later. Yeah.
1: So it's just it's stuff like that you can accomplish that in in better, more interesting ways, or it's in, in more shocking ways. Mem- okay, we're just I guess it's character death, so we're just flying with the spoilers. Here, yeah. But was it like the second born movie where Brian? Co- yeah, I think it's the second one where Brian Cox is spoiler. He's behind the whole Treadstone project, right. right? Even though he's like, "What's this Treadstone? We got to find out what the Treadstone project is." But like, he's behind the whole thing, right? And then like, his right-hand guy the whole time has been helping him try to track down Jason Bourne or whatever. And then at one point, there, what was it? There, Jason Bourne. I think it's where he sneaks in and he robs their thing or whatever. And they're like, "How do you do that?" And so his guy is showing him like. Sir, you know, I found out that if, if you go in this thing, like, this is how you can get the thing open. But also, this is something that, like, only Treadstone people would know or something. So, I think Jason Bourne is Treadstone. And he's like, oh, my God, that's crazy. Hey, show me how he, he did that thing again. He's like, okay, you put the thing on there. And while the guy turns away, he pulls out, like, a, a knife, like an army okay. knife or whatever. Okay. And just stabs the guy 12 times in, like, the throat. And the guy goes down. Wow. So, it's like, okay, Probably <laughs> cocks snapping somebody's <laughs> neck. Maybe that's a bridge too far. But a ninety-pound uh, English lady—that's we can do that, right? Wow. So you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, you can you can have that beat. That's fine. But make me believe that that is a real beat. Yes. Why would a guy who's already ready to fight a million grubby Egyptians uh, who just came off the off the boat? Uh, be vulnerable to a woman who is standing in front of him who is 90 pounds. Yeah, I know. It's different if it's like, I'm fiercely and fanatically loyal to the United States and to my corrupt, evil general who I work for, and he just asked me to go get him a coffee, so there's no way that he would, oh my God, he just slit my throat. (laughs) Like that's, I can believe that. Yeah. But it's like, nobody's like, nope, he snaps his neck. I know. Don't even get me into like, the quick presto change uh turnaround death porn of game of thrones for oh. every for every well earned like murder or death in game of thrones there's just so many cheap deaths that are just like hey you guys still watching
0: I, I know um you mad yet are you mad yet you still you still watching you
1: gonna uh, cry? <laughs> 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 hmm? A little wedding huh? little, What color wedding
0: one you you Oh yeah um There There and and I wonder like too, like with Game of Thrones, like I think part of it is like, you know, how maybe the books are written, but then at a certain point it's like this is covering stuff that the books haven't covered yet. So at what point is it just bending off and wife saying like, well, this guy has to die somehow. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they're, we'll just they're do adapters, it are adapters,
1: they're not writers and it's arguable about whether they're even adapters, but yeah. So the, anyway, that TV tropes page has a lot of neck snaps, but it just, after a while they're alphabetized and oh, okay. then they just stop being alphabetized because people are just sliding in and just adding their own. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just lousy with them. And some of them are like ones I'm talking about. Some of them are, I don't know, I suppose it's kind of his thing. Like, some of the neck snaps in a Steven Seagal movie are possibly justified, yeah. but but it's just like, it it's so overdone and we need some kind of like law on the federal level to like keep this from ruining drama. Like, right? If you can't get out of the scene, why not take another pass at the script or let your writing partner right. uh, take a shot at it? You know, why do we have to just break a neck to get out of this?
0: Thing? I know. Was there anything definitive as to like where this originated from, or were there like just multiple guesses? Like the
1: first person to have their neck like definitively broke in a movie. Yeah. yeah. You mean in the in the bad way, or just like why do we s- just assume that like the strong one of the strongest set of muscles and an entire column of bone is like the way to take somebody out?
0: Yeah. Um. I just like it, it happening at all. Like.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know. Like I said, like, there's no organization to that TV tro- page, so it, it won't be mo- uh, much help unless you go through the entire thing. But sure. there's, you know, there's other things, too, where if you're just trying to, like, prove a character's, like, dominance or savvy, I, I can understand, like, you know, it, I'll give it to uh, the Mountain. Like, if the Mountain yeah. rips somebody's head off, uh, he's a zombie man, and he's also somehow the largest man. Did they ever explain why he's the largest man in Westeros?
0: I don't think they ever did, okay. and I mean, when they brought him back, was
1: that magic or something? Yeah, I don't. Was he part I giant or something? Yeah, if one one like rips, you know, your torso off, I know what happened, but yeah. Um, but there's an episode of <laughs> there's an episode of Twenty Four. Yeah, remember this is in the um the the second half of like the of the second season, mm. and Jack is going to the L A. Stadium. To meet somebody, he's got the thing, but they've kidnapped something, so they're sure. going to get the thing from him. And he's going there, and he knows that the guy has an elite team of guys, right? And so Jack's going anyway because he's Jack, right? Right. And Jack runs into uh, one of these uh, black ops guys uh, in one of the um, entryways to the stadium, and they have like this sick ass like spy fight. And then at one point to finish it off, Jack like punches the guy, and then he sort of grabs him, like, in a headlock, Mm -hmm. and he runs up the wall, like, around to behind the guy, and then swings back around and, like, basically just twists the guy's head around. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yes. And that's, like, that took all of his weight, all 175 pounds of him, and, like, all the running momentum, you know, and then he broke that guy's neck. It's not like Jack... And this is Jack Bauer. He doesn't just, like, walk down Fifth Avenue and just start breaking people's necks. No. Running out of time. Like, it's... (laughs) So like I get it's a valid thing, but it's
0: just like well, having I, Ma
1: Costa just snap her fingers and you're dead. It's
0: well, it, I think like dumb. you're saying like there needs to be some some weight behind it. Like if Jack is using his entire body weight and his force of like running, and that breaks somebody's yeah, neck. James
1: Bond doesn't even break that many necks. No. Uh, I think, you know, when you're talking about maybe the some of the first on screen neck breaks, James Bond might be guilty of that Mm -hmm. there's one where um i can't remember who it is i can't imagine it would be roger moore because he's so nice but (laughs) he's like a like a fireplace poker or something like that Mm -hmm. so isn't it that he's just grabbing somebody he's got you like something unbreakable and leverage too and he's sort of like like, okay like that
0: right yeah i could see that but that's because
1: that guy who probably didn't have any lines is in the movie to fight the protagonist. That's true. <laughs> Isn't that like uh, a scene is just being ended, and we're being shocked by the fact that oh my god, I can't believe that! Just have somebody develop heart disease and something. That's <laughs> uh, great. Right? Stroke.
0: I saw there was it's cheap. There was a long running Reddit post about this, Whoa. And, and a lot of it was like whether or not you could actually even do this, like, whether it was possible. And people were, like, coming in and, like, stating their expertise and, like, saying why they think it was possible and stuff like that. And it's like, I don't know, man. Like, this one guy was, like, a chiropractor and, like, one of his, like...
1: Chiropractors have read it. (laughs) Answer my call.
0: And, like, he had this... He was in school and I guess he had the question about this and, like... An instructor s- told him he should try it on a cadaver, and like he had a really hard time breaking a cadaver's neck.
1: Okay, now hold but on. But it's like. What you described. I know. Is not real. <laughs> no, I mean, what you're describing all happened. Yeah. But what he's describing that, is not real. I was in an academic scenario, and I. None of this <laughs> is true. Yeah, and if I know. It is true. This nobody is- donated their body to science for you to try to break their neck. This so is why you have to be. That was a criminal. Cr- you read a okay. post from a criminal. Okay.
0: This is why I think Reddit can be bad sometimes. Oh, because... no. I think,
1: I think we learned it can be very informative just now. <laughs> but that was a sadistic criminal. That okay. He, who's like, yeah, I was told by it. I'm going to do that. The thing is, is that no matter people break their necks. You, well, I'll tell yeah. you what doesn't happen. You don't instantly die. No, there'd be an Austin Powers situation where you would break somebody's neck and be like, "That's for Billy," and they'd be like, "Oh my god, I can't feel my feet right. or my arms. Right? I'm having, I'm having trouble breathing. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about your son. What, what was his name? Billy? What Was his name Billy? Oh, it's so, I feel so cold. I'm so cold. I.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> I know not,
1: you're right. I guess it's not funny because it's not funny. No, it's not. <laughs> There's
0: nowhere to go. No, it's there is nowhere to go. You're
1: just um, you're creating a bunch of uh of uh, quadriplegics, I guess. Yeah, I guess. This is, kind of, this is like Bane's thing. I oh, no, he only like broke those backs. I guess they oh. still have.
0: <laughs> That's, I guess that is slightly Be, different. Yeah. Um,
1: Bane's like. Give the man his Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um but something else I read on the reddit thing was like somebody was plot- uh was uh, thinking that maybe Bruce Lee was one of the like Oh yeah first, yeah, yeah like oh, he t- uh, yeah people who did in, this in the next. dragon
1: he breaks he breaks a couple necks. Yeah. I think he breaks Jackie Chan's neck in really? the dragon. Yeah yeah. Okay. But it but that's none of that is like uh, that's all just in in a melee. So right. you know, he's he kicks a guy and then he's pa 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 a couple of things po yeah. to the face. right. Uh, another guy, he probably just throws into a wall, another guy he like hits and then like does that. There's the thing where they like you, you pull their hair and that kills somebody for some reason in a kung fu oh. movie.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: And, go, and then he goes oh, there's oh, oh. so a lot of people are just like <laughs> dying instantaneously of all kinds of stuff. Okay. And then fair. some of those things I guess are interpreted as uh, that's breaking somebody's neck. Yeah, I guess I came unprepared. I, if I was going to complain about it so much, then I should have found the granddaddy err of all uh breaks. But uh, I think that's, that's one I of the things. But that's but it would be we wouldn't it wouldn't be it would be something to bury, not praise, because I mm-hmm. think it does not happen because people just generally understood that people couldn't just trip and fall off the planet because their head turned the wrong way.
0: Right. right. It
1: was you know if it's the Godfather, it's you Get some piano wire, do you know what I mean? Yes, Micah Corleone sends his regards. Like, right, right, yes, right. the neck is a vulnerable place, but not yes. because you looked right too fast. <laughs>
0: no, I know, I completely agree with you, it's and it's a think plague, it, yeah. Um, and I don't know when it like originated. People were speculating sometimes in the 70s or the 80s, and probably wow,
1: you really um, dug into this and read it through. Well,
0: I know, I just but I don't think anybody really came down hard on, like, this is the definitive, this is where it started, this is the first instance of this. So um, I think it's something that has been present in film and movies for a long time. And it at some point it became so pervasive that, like, we just, we see it and it's like, oh, that guy's dead now. And it's like, it's not even like we like it or like you know we think it's we don't think it's plausible you know but it but it's become like like short um what am i what am i trying to say this would become like a uh shortened way to say like oh this guy's gone now yeah you know it's just like it's just like an easy way well we don't want this character in the movie anymore so next nap gone
1: there are a few there are very few things that you would have both in a, a a real thing and Then a parody pastiche of that thing, yeah. You know, so if Austin Powers, you know, judo neck break, right? Kills somebody you're like, eh, I get it, but then if James Bond creeps up behind somebody is like, Judo neck break, and like, you're like, What,
0: yeah, exactly. And it shouldn't
1: be in both things, no, it shouldn't. What should,
0: um, what should be in its place,
1: no, like what, what what could be in both things.
0: Oh, um all those
1: James Bond gadgets are uh, you know, they're they're borderline comical.
0: They they are. And then like, you know, the the James Bond where the villain like throws a shoe and then you have Austin Powers being like, "Who throws a shoe?" No, 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 honestly. No, 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 no,
1: no, the the villain does not throw a shoe in Golden uh, not Golden, eye, uh Goldfinger. Oh, he doesn't? No, he has a hat that has oh, a yeah. metal uh, uh, the, the the bonnet the brim yes h- it has a metal look it makes sense in the book okay? <laughs> okay and so it allows him to throw it and he throws it and it breaks uh, Tilly Masters' neck she's okay. got a little,
0: little tiny neck alright alright
1: <laughs> but okay alright I guess that's also kind of ridiculous yeah there aren't many things that can be both in the actual thing and the parody right except for the misogyny
0: <laughs> yes unfortunately <laughs>
1: Set fire to your hair, poke a stick at a grizzly bear, eat medicine. All right, well, (laughs) I guess thank you for indulging my um fancy, uh, although it didn't seem so fancy, uh, (laughs) my not so fancy in terms of wanting to just get this off my chest, off my neck, man. But look carefully. Look to the side.
0: Right. Yes. Uh, I didn't know I
1: could die crossing the road (laughs) before I stepped in the road. (laughs) Well, uh, anyway, um, that was uh, another trope that we got to air out. One, one more for the board. That's right. Put this board together. Mm. uh, Sort of like a uh, dream board, but this is uh, there. You go. A trope board. Things we're done with. Oh. I guess you just call that a garbage can.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: But yeah, throw that one off into the garbage can. Uh, Hey, join us on social media, on Just Enough Trope, on Facebook and Twitter, because we are discussing this kind of stuff all the time. We're also on a Discord. The Just Enough Trope Discord Mm -hmm. contains conversation spaces for all faces and races about uh, (laughs) all the different topics that we cover on the shows on the Just Enough Trope network. And there's a link in the show notes that shouldn't expire, maybe I'll refresh it. But yeah, you can click through there. You will be approved to join us and talk about this. We've been talking about Star Trek recently because of the uh, oncoming uh Star Trek Picard show. Yes. On the uh on the uh network, network, not and network, Discord, the Discord. Discord yeah. Yeah, and uh, we're talking about some of the uh, movies that have been coming out and Golden Globes and video games and all kinds of good stuff. So join us there. Also, uh, if you listen to the show through an app or a platform, that's great. Uh, if you do, make sure that you're subscribed to the show. I'm sure you probably are. And tell you what, why not give us a review? Why yeah. not do that for us? A little gift for us there. And also give us a rating because that's how the pr- platforms in question know that we're doing a good job. And uh, we move up in the ranks mm-hmm. so we get exposed to other people and more listeners and it's more fun. So do that if you would. Give us five hats that have iron rings. So it's like a bowler, like a sure. bowler hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And it's got like a, a flat or just a slightly curved brim. Sure. That's what I'm thinking of. And then yeah. the brim... It's, has metal. It's no lead. It's, yeah. it's lead. It isn't a blade. people think it's a blade. Yeah. That it, that it cuts. Like uh Peaky Blinders. <laughs> like Peaky Blinders, okay. <laughs> Generational references. That's fine. Ooh. Peaky Blinder versus what's his name?
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know.
1: I just call it Peaky Blinder. <laughs> Peaky Blinder versus uh uh Lu Lu, 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 Lu Kang Lu Feng Fen Long? I don't remember. Who's the guy with the hat from Mortal Kombat Two?
0: Oh God, I don't know. Guy with the hat
1: Metal Combat Two. Yes. Yeah. Hat with a blade, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Face off. Who okay. wins?
0: Uh, I'm gonna say Mortal Kombat because
1: they're his, they're his kind of trained fu game to fight. Is strong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Peaky Blinder can't fight.
0: Uh, He's no, got, they can. He'll
1: also have like a table leg with like a nail in it, you know, <laughs> and then he'll just have stomp. Like that's like his what's his finisher? It's stomp. Yeah. Stomp somebody.
0: Maybe he'll like drink a beer during the fight. Yeah, hit him with a beer. Yeah, 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 I yeah. Like this. Okay. AMC, he like throws the beer when he's done. AMC,
1: listen to me. Enter the video game space. <laughs> I want to see Peaky Blinder yeah. fighting Merle, fighting Don Draper, oh my fighting gosh. Hank. Uh Schraderbrow Hank. <laughs> Uh, and their, their minerals Marie uh, that's what we need so, there you go uh, forget all that because we need to develop this idea give us five <laughs> stars on that platform instead we'd appreciate it we'll be back next week hopefully hopefully we'll be back next week yeah hopefully, we will. to talk about something else and until then we're signing off i your host Caliban
0: I'm your co-host Megan Hanna keep
1: the geek fires burning so many dumb so many dumb ways to die be safe around trains a message from Metro